Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. This podcast loves self-produced new plays. And the only thing better than producing a new play is producing two and running them in rep. And that's exactly what you'll find at Theater Lab on 36th Street through August 12th, 2018 with Perfect Teeth and Dick Picks. I spoke with the playwright and both directors between shows recently. I'll let them introduce themselves. Take a listen. So uh, do let me know who you are and what you did on uh, this pair of shows. I don't, yeah. don't often do uh, shows in rep for the podcast. This is fun. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> and my, you wrote them. <laughs> I did. My name is Daniel McCoy and I'm the playwright of Perfect Teeth and Dick Picks. I'm David Hilder and I directed Perfect Teeth. I'm Heidi Handelsman and I directed Dick Picks. And uh, great titles. So Dan, why did you write these pieces and like, give me kind of like the quick like rundown of what these are. Sure. And why then go from there? Like, why'd you put them in conversation together? Um, okay, so Perfect Teeth is a two-character drama about consent, status, and artistic value set in the theater world. Dick Picks is a six-character comedy about sexual harassment, uh, gender identity, and narcissism set in the art world and uh, I wrote both of these plays that was kind of my my poster pitch for this place I'm so used to saying it by now that it just sort of comes no, but out. it's a really good uh, pitch that's why I always ask that like you know yeah. have you practiced do you know how to sell your joke like it, it's good that you have yeah um, so I, I wrote both of these plays while I was in uh, pursuing my MFA in playwriting at Hunter College and uh, I wrote Perfect Teeth the first semester uh, of of the MFA and David actually is also a playwright. He was in the class with me and uh, was there for the first time I ever presented pages for it. Oh, that's uh, cool. So, so you've you've been with the play at least in understanding what the play is since its inception in a way. Absolutely, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so I feel it, very lucky did, because it ma- it makes the job easier. Does that certainly. then? Yeah, did that then make him the perfect choice to direct? Is it that? did because you know we we spent some time in class together. You know, just like. Uh, going over pages and all of that but then um, when I when I graduated from Hunter um, I got a a modest grant from a foundation that's affiliated with the college uh, that supports you know taking work that was begun in their MFA programs and sort of taking it out into the world and so three years ago we uh, did a workshop of it here at Theatre Lab uh, in in, uh, late 2015, just a two-week sort of bare-bones workshop. And uh, David, uh, I I invited David to direct the play. We actually had one of our uh, fellow students there as an actor in it at the time, you know, so it was like a hunter shitstorm that hit uh, (laughs) Theatre Lab. (laughs) And uh, we were- Shitstorm in the most positive of ways. Absolutely, there's no such thing (laughs) as a bad shitstorm. And- (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and so we did that and we were very happy with it and you know sort of life life moved on and then David convinced me about maybe a year and a half ago to start thinking about doing it again but this time in rotation with Dick Picks which is another play that I wrote at Hunter in Tina Howe's class um, and that Heidi and I have been collaborating on over the last several years in Were readings. You also, a playwright in the room with this, or no, oh, okay, no. But Dan and I have been working together for we think a decade now. Mm-hmm. We yeah. were connected from, we were connected through a theater company that is now defunct, and you probably remember what they're called. I don't. Highline Theater was Highline, what they were called. Yes, yeah. yeah, they connected us, and uh, we 
been it working together and in love and being friends ever since. <laughs> And we've done readings together. We've done the fringe together. Yes. We've done it all. Oh, if you've yeah. done the fringe together. You've yeah. been through, we've been through <laughs> a minor <laughs> war. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so, yeah, we've, we've just sort of had our, a parallel journey with, with that play yeah. over the last few years. We did a workshop of it uh, at Ensemble Studio Theater a couple of years ago and, and prior to that the, the first read i think it was the first, the, very reading. first reading the very first reading was at the potluck which is a reading series that i ran for 10-ish years uh and dick pics was one of the last readings that that happened there before it sort of went away because i moved to california <laughs> oh well welcome back <laughs> thank you um so we've had a long history working on that play too and uh two of the actors who are in it now were in that very first reading mm -hmm. um, and the lighting designer was there from the get-go as well and she uh, really has been she and um, Cecilia Durbin and uh, Dave Gellis have really been with the play from the word go and, and have seen it through a lot of iterations and through Ensemble Studio Theater and to here. So just so, I mean, listeners know where I'm coming from for this. So I've seen uh, Perfect Teeth. I've not seen Dick Picks yet um, because we're in between because they are running in rep. Uh, I happen to be here on opening night at Theater Lab. <laughs> uh, and these folks are graciously giving me their time. So uh, you, I guess uh, what's interesting to me having seen that play and then hearing from you that you started writing this three years ago yeah. is that it feels perfectly attuned to the moment. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing from how you described Dick Picks, that's also really right for the, you know, the current zeitgeist and, and the kind of issues that we're dealing with in uh, the United States of America and especially in NYC at the minute. So it's like, can you just kind of go more into that? Like, apart from this being a great play that you both wanted, I guess, or plays that you all wanted to bring back, uh, just talk to me about where you see the play fitting in, in the current moment. Sure. Well, I think that... Plays, plural. Plays, Sorry, I missed that. Yeah. For me, uh, like, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing new about mm. talking about consent and exploring, you know, the very complicated issues that can arise uh, with that subject. You know, it's, it's not any more relevant yeah. now than it was three years ago. It's just like now, it, you know, the conversation has evolved. Um, it's, it's a little hard to talk too much about what I mean specifically without giving away, you know, sort of like the big light bulb moment of the play. So I'm not going to do that. But what I'm going to say is that there are certain um, issues and certain aspects in the conversation of consent um, within certain communities, perhaps, that are not that, that are not discussed. That certainly three years ago and even now are, are not discussed as, as readily as it is. Uh, otherwise, and you know, we're talking about gender, we're talking about um, sexual orientation, like there's just a lot that isn't talked about as readily or as publicly as it should be. Um, and so that's one of the things that that I hope the play sort of cracks open a little bit. And um, how about for dick pics? Because you, uh, you're talking about issues of uh, identity, and you said sexuality, and, yeah. and gender identity, uh, and it's a comedy, which yes. can be a little tricky to negotiate. Talk to me about dick pics, even though I haven't seen it yet. Heidi, do you want to say anything? Okay, <laughs> let, me do, let me just kick it off. I'm going to say one thing, I'll turn it. And uh, Cecilia 
right? Didn't she describe the play as gender spaghetti? She did, gender spaghetti. <laughs> it's a project in gender spaghetti. That's going to be a pull quote for this blog post. That's please. great. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that one. When I heard that, I thought that's great. She <laughs> is the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I mean, comedy is my bag. Comedy is is my hometown, and uh, as Dan well knows, and um, I, I think that it's great to talk about heavy, horrible things that are impossible to talk about by throwing it through a paper shredder and tossing it around like confetti, because then we can actually like look at it without it being so overwhelming that we can't look at it. Uh, I, I love bringing comedy to places where it is completely inappropriate to bring comedy, and, and I think this play does that really effectively, and, and there's so much in it that's just surreal and upsetting and grotesque, and, and we do it by welcoming people into it and making them feel like they're in a safe space, even though horrible things are happening all around us. Mm -hmm. I also think, just because her name has come up, Cecilia Durbin, who designed the lighting, she and Emily Osiello, who did sound, and Liam O'Brien, who's doing the clothes, and uh, your projection designers. Yeah. Um, Kelly all Colburn of the, and Mark Costello. Thank you for dropping well those names, scenic, which I don't know. props, uh, and Sarah Penchak. That's our design team who've done a wonderful so job. on both plays, and I think it's so, they are so material to the success of these events. Absolutely. In, in a very odd, but oddly perfect space. It's Theater Lab is super. We, when Dan and I walked into this room three years ago, immediately we were like, "Right, right, this is, this is the, the space for this." Okay. Yeah, and it it is still um, that, and we have the luxury of working with these brilliant folks who oh, have yeah. helped us so in such massive and material ways. They have such dramaturgical insight yes. into these plays and um, and they come at it with such like warmth and care this is this is this is like the phrase I've been coming back to today over and over that everyone is coming at these these like kind of these plays that I think would be easy to screw up <laughs> yeah with so much care and uh, insight and 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 a kind of warm spirit, and it's it, it's really been delightful. It's been such a great process. That's a great lead into what was going to be my next question, which is, as directors, especially uh, dealing with very tricky material and you know very very intelligent, very like complex scripts from Dan, but also some, like you said, like in the wrong hands, these could be deadly. So <laughs> how do you how do you do that? Like how did you deal with these this very heavy material uh, so deftly? Well. I I will say that to me, when I read Perfect Teeth, it reads to me like a blueprint for the production that I have put out. It, it reads, it, I can only say it spoke to me in a way that, that I knew immediately how it wanted to live in three dimensions with humans talking to each other. And the other thing about the way in which it is written, which is very hard for actors to memorize, it's hyper-naturalistic. It is ums, it's us, it's ers, it's yas. And once an actor just sinks inside that language, everything that needs to happen happens in a very natural way. And that's to, that's to Dan's immense credit, really. 
stylistically dick pics is completely totally. the opposite. Like right. 100% <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> this like gorgeous sort of, sort of like uber precise hyper realistic style cuz Dan is a chameleon yeah. artistically yes. and and um dick pics is the opposite. There we Dan says over and over that this play has no subtext. <laughs> everyone says exactly like it comes into their head and then it goes out their mouth and nobody has any filter um, and so terrible things just get said all the time um, which is a different kind of challenge for actors and so I think um, I, I think I said on the first day something about how oh we're just gonna overthrow the way that the world normally works and build something completely different. That's that's what we're going to be doing this month. Uh, and we managed to assemble a cast of the most game, playful actors I think I have ever had in a room at one time. And But also um, really holding us responsible. Uh, and... And that combination, I think, has been really perfect. They've, they're all, they all are like, uh, I think one of them said that at first she, she was like not into the play, and then she kept rereading it. Before this was during the audition process, she reread it three times before the callback, I think, and then she leaned in and all. It was just, it, it was like a magical room. You talk about dramaturgically helpful collaborators oh yes the, the cast i'm sure for you too a hundred percent hugely hugely helpful to us because because we can't nobody can think of everything and they'll think of things from a perspective that a director or even a playwright can't because they are inside a specific role and that was honestly that was really vigorous and really helpful mm -hmm. even having started in our case started and, and in your case too to a degree having started with a script that had been road tested yes to a degree yes and yet you still get such valuable help from from our cast i will so. heard that like having having actors that are this smart and this in tune and on point was really really helpful because i was doing a lot of rewrites during rehearsal you know, I rewrote one scene in dick pics, like almost from the ground up. Oh, yeah. Uh, just yeah. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. And it, it, I think the play is better for it. I hope it is. Absolutely. Um, oh, my gosh. And so, you know, but that came from having actors that were really invested and really, you know. Bringing you know, all of themselves yeah, and their whole hearts. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that was that was great. And, yeah, working, it's, it's, this whole process for me has been, I've, I've felt like like a split personality you know bouncing <laughs> like sometimes uh you know we had both plays rehearsing just down the hall from each other on the same night and i'd just be popping back and forth between rooms and trying not to get the bends and and, <laughs> yeah. and every time i would walk yeah. away they'd be like oh you're gonna go to your favorite play now both rooms were like jealous of the other play and it was kind of it made me feel really good <laughs> well, yeah, i always felt like if if there was a problem that i knew existed that i didn't know how to solve if i threw it to the cast and the designers it would be solved like totally. someone would have a, a solution or mm -hmm. many people and and it, it really felt like we were working with just m many brains working on one thing. It was great. Yeah, everybody lifted the mm -hmm. project up for sure. Yeah. Well, come and pick out which play is your favorite by seeing both plays. <laughs> See both plays. Exactly. Per perfectpicksplays.com. 
Brilliant. I didn't even need to ask you for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I'm the producer uh, too, so I, I'm so I'm, I'm all about the promotion. Oh, uh, like self-production. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Independent theater. This is what this is all about, baby. Um, and when uh, when do you close? Uh, we close. Uh, Dick Picks closes August 11th, and Perfect Teeth closes August 12th. Great. And once again, that URL is Perfect Picks. That's with an X. Perfect Picks, and I'm sure you'll put this in the episode notes Absolutely. as well. Yeah. Uh, PerfectPicksPlays.com. Excellent. Thank you all so much for doing this. Uh, break legs on your opening in Thank just you. an hour or so, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I'll be back to see it. Thank you all. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Daniel, David, and Heidi, for hanging out between shows to chat. You can catch both Perfect Teeth and Dick Picks running in rep at Theater Lab, 357 West 36th Street, third floor in Manhattan. Dick Picks closes on August 11th. Perfect Teeth closes August 12th, 2018. Head to perfectpicksplays.com, and that's Picks with an X, for a link to tickets and more information. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. My name is Robert, A.K. Gaigno. You can find me on the internet at robertgaigno.com. That's G-O-N-Y-O. Until next time, go see a show. Yay, podcast. Everyone lived. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best news of Thank all. Thank you for doing